We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hi, I'm Ryan Recker. Thanks for inviting me in today on WBEN. We'll talk some legal matters in just a moment. I wanted to uh, read some of these text messages. Ryan, you forgot the most important part. Go Bills! Squish the fish. That's all I needed to say. Squish the fish. I'd be happy for the Bills to squish the fish. Very nice. Uh, Going back on the topic of teacher pay, one said, uh, let's see, not including fringe benefits. Okay, there's some of that. They're talking about some tax money. I see those comments. One person mentioned, not to mention the entire summer off, teaching is basically a part-time job. Okay, yeah, for the summer, sure. Yeah, and you're talking about salaries pushing 100K in some cases, depending on if you have like a doctorate and you've been there forever. But still, you can be making some pretty good money as a teacher. So I, I do think it's appropriate pay. Uh, oh, and sick time, holidays off. You don't have to work late nights. There's all kinds of great benefits to being a teacher, sure. Okay, uh, moving on. Joining us now is a lawyer friend of mine. He's a partner at a law firm in St. Louis, Harris Dahl Fisher & Young. He's someone that I think gives some of the best analysis when it comes to complex legal issues. And I want to welcome him to Buffalo. Brad Young, hello. Hey, Ryan. Uh, it's great to be on in Buffalo. So I wanted to hit you with a couple of different legal issues. And, of course, here sure. in New York, the Attorney General, Letitia James, announcing that big lawsuit against former President Donald Trump, claiming fraud, a lot of it. Uh, have you had a chance to look at that? I have. I have. And this is primarily a civil case. And the thing, if you look at the history of Trump individually and Trump Enterprises, one of the things that they've done consistently for decades is hire lots of lawyers. And mm-hmm. I, me- I mention that because in a, in a civil case, there really truly is no time limit for how these things play out. So if you look at the, uh, if you look at the, the, the details of what uh, Letitia is alleging, there's fraud, there's really fraud in uh, how the organization is structured, fraud in how they operate, fraud in how they uh, value their business operations, and uh, the assets upon which are used for uh, securities, for loans, and so forth. But the fact that this is a civil case is what makes it interesting, because this could take five to six years to litigate this. And so if if people are thinking, oh, this is a litigation and we're going to see something here uh, before the midterms, (laughs) you know, maybe the midterms in 2028, uh, (laughs) but when this gets done, but not the midterms in 2022. Uh Uh-huh. All right. So you said that the former president 
hires a lot of lawyers. I'm guessing they are on salary or retainer or whatever it is. Generally speaking, how much taxpayer resources are going to be used against this civil lawsuit? Like how much money would actually go into a case this size? Well, it all depends. And this is the one part that I don't know. Uh, and that is I don't know whether uh, Letitia James is pulling in uh, outside counsel for this. If she's using staff attorneys, then it, the, the cost is going to be nominal. But the, but the cost in terms of how her office operates will be enormous because the, the, the amount of resources by, by, by attorneys, by paralegals, by administrative assistants, it's going to be immense and enormous. And so I suspect, even though I haven't seen this printed publicly, I suspect that she's going to have to hire outside counsel because otherwise this would consume her entire office, nothing but this lawsuit. And so if she hires outside counsel, look, New York, uh, New York lawyers are expensive. I mean, you're looking mm-hmm. at uh, uh, six to $800 an hour uh, for the attorneys. And if she has a team of 20 attorneys and 20 paralegals working on this, I mean, the costs will go into the millions before the end of the year. See, in the millions is interesting because you see some of the commentaries that mention this will make Donald Trump broke, like he'll go broke trying to defend himself. Now, let's just say we assume his wealth is in the billions. Will he go broke defending himself or something like this? No, not at all. And don't forget, uh, the lawyers' fees are tax deductible. So everyone, everyone likes to talk about, <laughs> oh, you know, Trump and his taxes. But this is the reason why he doesn't pay a lot in taxes. He pays a lot of lawyers, and that's all deductible from their gross profits for the Trump organization and for him individually. So when you put all that together, uh, this is almost like a superhero battle here between legal teams. <laughs> all right. And, and this could literally go for years. Yeah, we're going to talk superheroes in a moment. Uh, Brad Young, joining us on the line. That would have been a great seg, but I have more about the Donald Trump stuff. Uh, so with the scope of a lawsuit like this, because he has multiple estates, a lot of it you hear about a Mar-a-Lago, and that's in Florida. So is the scope primarily the businesses in the state of New York, or can she go beyond that in a lawsuit like this? Well, she could go beyond this, but it would only be to the extent that it ties into business operations in New York. So, for example, and I'm just, I don't know this, I'm not saying that this is something that's happened, but I'm just giving you this as a demonstration. If Trump uh, used his estate in uh, Florida, Mar-a-Lago, as collateral for loans in New York, then getting into the issue of what is the valuation of Mar-a-Lago would be relevant to the lawsuit but only because it's relevant to litigation regarding operations in New York. So that's going to be the line here is she can go outside of the state of New York, but only to the extent that it's relevant to New York business practices. Hmm. That's interesting. Wasn't there a very similar case with the New York taxi tokens and the Cohen case when he was sued over leveraging his assets that way? It's exactly. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a common strategy. And so if he used... Uh, extra outside of New York assets uh, as collateral, then this is going to come in just like the Cohen litigation. Wow. Okay. Similarities there. So when you get a, a look at a case like this, how strong of a case does the attorney general have against Trump? Well, you, you don't know. You, we've always heard the phrase, and it, when you talk about an indictment, I always chuckle because the thing that every news media outlet always says every time when you talk about indictments is you can indict a ham sandwich. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know where that came from. But the point of the <laughs> phrase is, with an indictment, you only see one side of the case. You're not seeing both sides. So it's kind of like if you have an argument with your wife, but you only listen to what the wife says, you're guilty, okay? You've got no, because you're only listening to one side of the argument. So in this instance, what's been put forward in the complaint by Letitia James, you're only seeing one side of it. So it always looks worse than it really is because we haven't seen how the Trump team is going to respond yet. You know, spoken like a true married man, uh, most husbands feel indicted because they don't get to have their side ever aired out. Um, That happens all the time in marriages. (laughs) You just have to say, yes, honey, you're right. (laughs) Daily. (laughs) Okay, so we don't really know uh, about something like this, but considering this is a civil thing, so for the most part, are they trying to recover money, or is there some sort of criminal side to it where he could actually face some sort of repercussion or perhaps jail time? Yeah, anything that comes out during the course of a civil case can have criminal implications. And again, this is a dissimilar uh, example, but it shows you how these things can work. Whenever uh, Ken Starr was investigating Bill Clinton for the Whitewater, that's when he uncovered evidence uh, you know, re- regarding uh, his uh, extracurricular affairs. And then it bled into that, which led to an impeachment. So, yes, one litigation and the evidence that comes out in one litigation can easily transcend and lead to other matters. Gotcha. Okay. So perhaps could that be the strategy here? Could there be, you know, I guess they could have uncovered their, you know, was worthy of an investigation into some of, you know, what they look at as fraud, but the grand scheme of things is that more political, or is that something attorney generals will mostly do? They'll bring up certain cases thinking there could be other things discovered, like that's their actual motive. Yeah, it's called a fishing expedition, and that's really what we're seeing here. But you also have to remember that the Trump team's initial response will be, and I've seen video of this already today, uh, Letitia James, when she was campaigning for her office, she promoted the idea that if you elect me, I'm going to go after Donald Trump. And so you, you, that, that's going to raise the question of abusive process. In other words, hmm. is she simply using the potential for litigation to further her political career? Now, we all know that that's really what's happening. But from a legal objective standpoint, at some point, the court's going to have to say, is this, uh, does she have a conflict of interest? In other words, is her interest in promoting herself politically greater than the legal issues presented in the matter? And if a court rules that that's the case... Uh, the case wouldn't be dismissed, but she would be stricken from the case. Right. Would her staff, or would that mean it would have to change hands into an independent counsel? Or uh, what would happen in a case like that? Yeah, it, w- it would have to go to an independent counsel because you, uh, her entire office would be tainted by that, and they would have to go to an outside counsel, which again would be more money for the state of New York. Big money paid out for a situation like that. Brad Young joining us. Uh, thanks for breaking that down. I messaged you last night because my wife started watching She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, on Disney+. Plus. And so I watched I, an episode. I, do, I like that. I've seen, I've seen uh, three episodes so far. So, yeah, it's, it's a good show. So she started it without me, so I don't know what episode I'm on. But basically, I'll give you the gist of what happened. So I missed the episode where she's in court and reveals she's a She-Hulk. It it starts off the next episode, so just spoiler alert. It's not deep into the series here, so I think I think we're okay talking about it. So essentially, uh, during this court hearing, there was a 
bad supervillain that busts into the court. She transforms into She-Hulk to save the jury. So, and because of that, the she was, I think, the uh, district attorney in Los Angeles. So her boss comes up to her and says, well, now that people know you're a superhero, we can't have you working for us, so you're fired. Even though you did nothing wrong and you, you saved all these people's lives. And I'm watching this and I'm thinking... Can they really fire her for something like this? And if they can't, could she sue the city of Los Angeles for wrongful termination? Well, you know, it, that's a great question. And, and, and with a straight face, but with my tongue planted che- uh, precisely in, my, uh, in the inside of my mouth, what I will tell you is this. Uh, yeah, she, you could allege that she uh, that the that the district attorney's office has violated the Americans with Disabilities Act because Jennifer Walters uh, has a genetic disease. She has a genetic condition due to a blood transfusion uh, with uh, Mark Ruffalo Hulk. And so, in this instance, which since she has now a genetic deficiency, she's being discriminated against based upon her genetic deficiency. Um, and so, yeah, I think she would have a great ADA claim, but her damages would be nominal because as a mm-hmm. district attorney, you're not making much. And then she goes to that great big law firm where they're putting her on a great big salary. So even <laughs> though she might have a case, she wouldn't really have any damages. Right. But she would be able to make the claim that she was wronged. So maybe that's why she decided not to do it. But my first thought was if she was a good attorney, she would fight that thing. But there's been a lot of times where cases have been brought up and they've gotten huge settlements against city governments because they were wronged. And I think that if you start saving people's lives. Yeah, yeah, in any case here, don't forget, Ryan, you got to show damages and she doesn't have damages. Now, there are more issues than this. I mean, the thing that jumped out at me was that she's working as a prosecuting attorney, and then all of a sudden when she's out in private practice, she's handling uh, cases uh, including destruction of private property, intellectual, uh, intellectual property. She's doing civil law. These are all things that are way outside of her expertise as a, crim- as a uh, prosecuting attorney, but you never once see her cracking a book or reading anything. So uh, how does she suddenly become an intellectual property attorney when she's been prosecuting speeding tickets for the past couple of years? You know, that's well, okay. a huge question. Yeah, and it shows her transforming. So she goes from an average woman to She-Hulk, which is tall and bulky. I wonder if that also increases her brain capabilities, because if I were her, I would always be in Hulk mode in the court, because you'd be smarter, by theory, if you have more synapses going on at any given time. Well, don't forget, though, with Hulk, see, when he became the Hulk, he became stupid and was only after he became what's called Professor Hulk, which meant that he had less bulk but more brain power, was he able to synthesize his two elements of his personality. So I oh, I love this. I don't know how that's particularly working. But, you know, there's one other thing. There's, there's another huge issue here is because at, during, during the course of, I think it's the third episode, she's destroying property. She's trying to talk to Tony Stark when she knows Tony Stark is represented by his own team of attorneys. There's like 10 ethical violations for an attorney. She even violates the ABA Code 4.2 that says a lawyer should not communicate about the subject of a representation with a person the lawyer knows to be represented, and she's confronting Tony Stark. So, oh, how? How dare. 
Uh, at that yeah. point, you know, she she would be disbarred in a second. Now, I don't know who would have the guts to disbar her, uh, given her size and her strength. But clearly, clearly, uh, 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 she should be disbarred immediately for her unethical behavior. Yeah, if this were a Schwarzenegger movie, basically he would take like as She-Hulk, she could rip the bar off the jail hit the person with it and say, what do you think of this bar? <laughs> Something along those lines. Uh, Brad Young joining us. <laughs> One last thing. Uh, I haven't heard about the Supreme Court in a while. They have to be considering, and they probably already have a full docket of cases that they're going to be looking at in their next session. When is that going to be starting up, and what are some of the big cases they'll be looking at? Well, there, there's, there's really two huge cases that I'm looking at. The next term starts in October, and there's two huge cases that I'm particularly following. One deals, it's called Moore versus Harper, and it deals with this, what's called the Independent State Legislator Doctrine, Legislature Doctrine. What do I mean by that? Well, we saw, we see this in every election where the states have said, here's how the, how the uh, polling works. Here's how the polls work when you show up to vote. But then some judge says, we're going to extend the voting for an extra four hours because it's raining, because people are being discriminated against or for whatever reason. Well, under the, under the state legislature doctrine, only the state governments can set those terms, not courts, not governors, not administrators, only the legislature. And so if the Supreme Court takes that up, which I think they will, or it's on the docket, but if they approve this concept, that means no judge could ever keep the polls open longer or allow people to not use their ID when the law says you've got to use a voter ID. All of those restrictions would be gone unless they're hmm. mandated by the state government. Okay. And then the other case you're discussing? Well, the other case is the is the uh, Harvard case, where the issue uh, is, does Harvard admissions. discriminate against Asian Americans by excluding them because uh, uh, too many Asians uh, have too good of scores? And so, right. you know, discrimination is a two-edged sword, and they're clearly discriminating against Asian Americans based upon race. The question is whether that's actionable or not, and the court's going to take that up. And we know, I know briefly, here's the, here's the tagline here. Justice Roberts has previously said the way to stop discriminating on the basis of race is to stop discriminating on the basis of race. And I think mm -hmm. we'll see that come true this next term. Yeah, and the interesting thing with that, it will be an even court because the newly appointed Supreme Court justice will be sending this one out based on her involvement with Harvard admissions at the time. Well, and it made me wonder if there would be a deadlock. Partially here, Ryan, because there's two cases. One's the Harvard case, and the other case, I believe, comes out of North Carolina. And she's not going to recuse herself from the North Carolina case, um, even though it's the same issue, the identical issues, but they were joined. So she's really not recusing herself, but I, I suspect that it really won't make a difference in terms of the outcome of the case. I'm still seeing a 6-3 to three or a 6-2 to two decision, depending on dealing with either Harvard or North Carolina. Well, thanks for doing this long segment with us here in Buffalo. You're a lawyer in St. Louis, but you do a great job breaking this down. Brad Young, thank you so much for coming on to WBEN. Appreciate it. My pleasure, especially when we talk about She-Hulk. <laughs> Brad, it's so good. We went a little bit longer than I thought we would. I want to open up the phone lines for your calls after the break. 716-803-0930. 716-803-0930. I'm Ryan Recker, filling in on News Radio 930 WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I want to try to help America's divide right now with the former president, Donald Trump. So I'm going to play the part of a political negotiator. We're going to go sit down at the table. I don't care where you are on this. I'm going to make you a deal. (laughs) And you tell me if you take the deal, please. Okay. I don't care what side you're on. You could be on either side. Here's the deal. During this political negotiation, we have to recognize that both sides need a win here. One side wants Donald Trump to go away. The other side, I think, also wants Donald Trump to go away. So I think we can work with that. I think we can work with it. I think one side says the ideas and the practices and the politics and the policies, we want to keep those. We could just do without the drama. We can do without the theatrics, okay? We, we can do without that. So here's the deal I'm going to put on the table. And you tell me if you would take this, all right? Because since we're discussing the legal troubles, uh, 636-733-6279. Okay, here I am right in the middle of the table. Here's the deal. I look at Donald Trump's side and I say, you walk away from politics. You're done, okay? Don't even think about coming back. This is what you're going to do. If you think you were wronged, and you think that the government's being abused in the way that they are prosecuting you, then this is what you do. You take it to court, and you use your avenue in your time and your resources and your knowledge of how it works on the inside, and you prove those abuses, and you make them accountable for the abuses that you say the government are perpetrating, okay? Then I look at the other side, and I'll say, okay, here's the other side, okay? See, he's off of politics, but here's the other side. You got to cut this out. Every time the guy sneezes, you want to put a new lawsuit up his nose. Okay? We got to cut out this. We're going to prosecute him until he dies in prison mentality. That's uh, See? I know that's how you feel about it. Cut it out. Okay? He walks away. You walk away. We're done. We're done. Even trade. Would you take the trade? Please take the trade. And that's what I would do. I would, I would try to negotiate to both sides and saying, this is what we both want. And you know it. 716-803-0930. Is it a good trade? I, I feel like I would be a pretty good negotiator. <laughs> Listen, I, I would do this for just a nominal fee of $500 an hour. And just we'll just have to work a, a minimum of six months, probably 50-hour weeks. I'll, you know, 500 and then overtime is time and a half. So it'll be worth it in the end. Trust me, it'll be fine. So here's what I think really should happen. And, and, and this is where I think most people are. And I want to go back to what I started the show and discussing at the start of the show. Since I have been out of the talk 
practice the day-to-day doing a talk show since I was uh, let go from my job a couple of months ago. And I've been looking for a new job. I've been doing a lot of fill-in shows. I've been doing some auditions, things like that. But I'm not doing it five days a week. I realized that for the sake of sanity, my mind has been better when I'm not trying to constantly cycle through news stories on social media feeds over and over and over and over again, visiting this site, visiting that site. So I feel I'm, I'm a little bit more clear now, and I feel like I can approach this in a little bit better. And let me just say, even going back, and I can't say I missed hearing about Donald Trump at all. Didn't miss it one bit. In fact, um, I didn't even think about him. <laughs> he wasn't even on my mind at all. And then I go back to the other side. I didn't worry about lawsuits. I didn't have to worry about, oh, man, they're going to uncover something really terrible to our party and my guy or blah, 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 blah. I'm not, it wasn't like that at all. I didn't even feel any of that. And it goes back to the whole idea that in the end, we're just going to come right back to the same point. So how about you just drop it now, save everyone a bunch of trouble, and just move on with your lives. Everybody. Is it that hard? Uh, 716-803-0930. Call or text. I, I definitely want to hear from you on this one. 716-803-0930. Text message. Uh, I see a couple of text messages coming in. Uh, one text message. I'm a dumb guy in yellow boots in a ditch, but I can see the attorney general you're referring to, uh, Letitia James, is a smear campaign. Okay. So I can see that. Another person said the accountability remains. So if I'm trying to negotiate this here, and listen, it's not an easy thing to negotiate, okay? Here's what I would say. Um, If you're saying there needs to be accountability, let me put it this way. How many different lawsuits have we brought up so far? How many investigations have we had so far that have literally discovered nothing of what it's claimed? And sometimes it's even the opposite of what we've seen so far. I feel like you've had your chance for accountability several times over, and all of those have failed. You have to, at some point, take your loss and move on. That's what I would say. Okay. Let's go to Jerry in Holland, line one. Welcome to WBEN. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Hi, go ahead. I think we should take the idiot that's in office now, get rid of him because he's ruined the economy, and getting the guy back that nobody liked because of his bad tweets, and put him back in the economy. Too many Karens in this world. It's a bad deal that you're proposing, and everybody has feelings. Screw everybody's feelings. Let's get back to the way things used to be. (laughs) Okay, hold on. No, no, I'm going to negotiate here. So you're at the table, and this is what I would say as part of this negotiation. He had his chance, and I think he did fine. Policy-wise, I think he did fantastic, okay? But why welcome that drama back in? Because here's what's going to happen. You're going to substitute one angry group with a different angry group. That's not going to solve anything. I'm going to cut you off. Excuse me, though. (laughs) <laughs> Let's get back to the way things were, okay? Because too many people with too many feelings. You know, yes, maybe his tweets were a little harsh, I, and I will, I will go on a little bit of a limb, but the man's scorecard was 100%. Maybe he didn't say it politically correct, but he also wasn't a politician. He was a businessman. Mm-hmm. Look where we are today. Look where we are then. Just look at the scorecards. That's all I'm saying. I'll go Got back it. Okay. to mean tweets. Yeah, I'll I would too. Tweet. Well, listen, Jerry, if it was one or the other, but I think we have a lot of other options on the table that are very appealing right now. Thank you very much for your call. All right, let's take some more of your uh, calls here at 716-803-0930. Donna, line two. Hello, Donna. Hello. Hi. 
Hi. Um, Go ahead. I just want to wholeheartedly agree with the last caller. Mm-hmm. I think you're nuts. <laughs> and that's, you you laugh, but I think you're nuts. I mean, okay. you know, there's people there's people being let out of jail. There was a 42 year old man that ran over a 17 year old kid and killed uh-huh. him because he was a Trump supporter. Where is the accountability for that? We had a great economy, low unemployment. We had everything going with us until Dr. Franchi and the rest of the, oh, my God, devious Democrats mm-hmm. did this. They did this. They cheated. And they did this. And now okay, let me just uh, throw this hypothetical out. Let me finish. Uh, we have the yeah. idiot in the office. That's running the show, but he is not running the show. Obama, Susan Rice, they're running the show. John Kerry. Yeah, d- no, I, I, I think that uh, President Joe Biden is doing a terrible job. But now let me just throw this out there real quick. I, I think the more important thing. Is, hold on a second, Don. I think the more important thing is let's say Ron DeSantis is on the table. You're telling me that you you would skip over Ron DeSantis for another shot at Donald Trump? And said the inflation bill has nothing to do with inflation. The Inflation Reduction Act has nothing to do with inflation. We're being gaslit. And you sit there and you say, oh, Donald Trump wouldn't be good. He was the best thing this country ever had with two two hands tied behind his back. (laughs) What do you you say to that? And you know what? I don't want to. Hold on, Donna. I'll tell you what I'll say to that. I think your dog also is feeding off of your energy right now, which is fine. But no, you didn't answer my question, though. So let's say that you can get a Ron DeSantis to step into that place because he's going to do, I think, basically very similar or almost exactly what Donald Trump would do in that scenario with a lot less drama. Wouldn't that be more appealing right now? And then you wouldn't have as much of the fighting that you see right now. Who is that? Who Who's, would do who, are you saying Ron? Who's Ron DeSantis? I I, no, I guess I missed it. I didn't hear you. So right now, Ron DeSantis—they're calling him Satan. So why? Know, Donald Trump isn't so bad because DeSantis is Satan. <laughs> I don't know who's call, who said Donald Trump's not that bad, but he's saying I'd be very fascinated to find out who's MSN, saying that. I saw it on MSNBC. I saw it, I heard it with my own ears, and saw it with my own eyes. Gotcha. Now, what, Donna, yeah. what's your dog's name? I'm just curious. None of your business. Okay, thanks, Donna. Here's, here's what I've learned. We'll take, we'll take different calls here. We're done. Uh, 716-803-0930. Here's what I've learned about negotiations. If someone goes to the table and their attitude is, I'm going to call, you're going to listen to what I have to say, and then if you have a question, it's none of your business then you're not operating in good faith. So that's not the best person to put to the negotiation table. It sounds like some of the teachers' union tactics, actually. All right, so I want to take some more of your calls on this. And looking at some of these different text messages, uh, let me read a few of these. Uh, The problem is you can't negotiate with Marxists, okay? Another text message said, uh, get this sweep under the rug guy (laughs) off the air. (laughs) Another text message is, uh, let's go New York. Let's go America. Okay. Uh, one person said, we don't need the Don, but we need Don's policy. I think that's where I, a lot of Republicans are sitting today when it comes to all of this. And it's so fascinating to find people that have been classically liberal, like Elon Musk, go to the table and say, 
I want someone like Donald Trump without the drama. Like, that's what most people were voting for. Less drama. Uh, 716-803-0930 is the number. Uh, I see these text messages. Peace out, Donna. What's going on with your callers? I don't know. I don't feel like there's anything wrong with discussing these things. I thought this was a real practical and pragmatic way to negotiate some of the different problems we have on the table right now, politically speaking. Here's what's going to happen midterms. Uh, you found that for the longest time, Republicans said that they were going to sweep midterms. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion anymore. I think it's going to be a lot closer than they think, but I still think Republicans are going to win back. And I think this will give an opportunity for people to say, since we have the balance of power back in Congress, then we need to push harder to bring back a Donald Trump. I'm telling you, that is a trap. Don't fall into that trap. Take my deal. I'm negotiating on your behalf. I am negotiating on the Americans' people behalf. And in the end, we're going to end up in the same place, but we're going to get there a lot sooner and a lot happier and a lot less hatred for each other if we do it this way. Uh, let's see some more of your calls and text messages. Take my deal, please. 716-803-0930. 716-803-0930 is the number if you want to reach the show. A couple more of your calls before we go back to the news. Uh, and here's the phone number, 716-803-0930 is the number. Uh, here's uh, a couple more text messages. Uh, no surrendering. Your deal stinks. Ah, see, I thought this would be the deal most people would take. I guess I was wrong. Uh, text message, I love Trump, would love to see him back, but he wouldn't be able to accomplish anything. DeSantis for me? Okay. Uh, one person liked my take on this. Thank you for that. Uh, one person said, honestly, I really hope he does run again. Republicans and Dems don't want him. So I ended up having three people legitimately running for president. That would be super healthy and refreshing. I don't know if that would be refreshing. Losing. Let's go to Marty, who is on line Wel one. Welcome to WBEN. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, go ahead, Marty. Uh, I I agree with the other colors. I, I totally uh, think Biden has done a terrible job in our country. I mean, you look at the, mm -hmm. uh, all the drugs that are coming across the border are killing our youth like in epidemic rates um, is being dumped by China. And our government, the Joe Biden, this group is, is doing nothing about it. At least Donald Trump was building a wall. We also have 250,000 people coming across our border every month. You cannot have a country when you're being invaded by 250,000 people and not even being canvassed or anything and just thrown throughout the country. But but they can't go to Martha Vineyards because they're a different class of people. They drop off 50 people there. But anywhere else in the country, they go to Martha Vineyards. My God, they had a National Guard out and they and, and they go to Kamala Harris's house. Oh, my God, they can't go there. They go to a military base because they're, they're a different class. But it's OK to do it everywhere else. We had the best economy with Trump, and uh, the Trump didn't get paid every year four or five hundred thousand dollars a year. Joe Biden is pathetic. He should be he should be impeached. He should be removed from office. Um, and you, you mentioned, you know, yes, he's a businessman. He's not a politician. All our politicians are all lobbied in there. They're all put in by uh, big big businesses. Nobody's put in there. And then a lot of these uh, people, whether Democrat or Republicans, they go in and make one hundred twenty, hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Ten years later, they got three hundred million dollars. How is that? Yeah. No investigation okay. is there. Uh, uh, just Marty, for the sake of time, 
for the sake of time. It sounds like I may be underplaying the hand of the Republican side right now. So let me change the deal for you and see if this this changes anything with you. What if the deal is Donald Trump decides not to run again, but Joe Biden has to vacate the office? Would you take that deal? Well, if, if Donald Trump decides not to run, <laughs> then there's, there's been no deal. I mean, it's not a deal because he decided. It's not like. OK, no, I'll just say hypothetically, if you take the Biden thing off the table. Oh, thank you very much for the call, Marty. But I, okay. I think the part of my negotiation, I just want to reiterate this part, has nothing to do with Joe Biden. I think he's a terrible president. I, I really don't think that he is suited for this job. In fact, I think he's making things worse. So I'm not saying that we're trying to pin up a part two, like a Rocky two or whatever, for Donald Trump and Joe Biden. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is I think we can just all move on from the Donald Trump stuff and everyone could come out with a win. We just have to find that way. Uh, Tony is calling in line two. Real quick, we only have about 30 seconds. Go ahead. Um, I got to say, say they never gave him a chance, so his presidency never really got uh, kicked off to begin with. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they gave no holiday. They attacked him every minute. So how do you expect a guy to react when he's in court fighting for his life and he's trying to run the country? So if they did yeah. to Biden one, one week, the media would ruin him for touching girls on stages for all the things that he's done with his uh, son. Oh, yeah. No, there's a lot of creepy things with him. No, Tony, you're 100 percent right. And the strategy of Donald Trump is defend and fight. And the strategy of Joe Biden is run and hide. And it's very telling and it's damaging to the country. I totally agree on those things. For, for the sake of time, we got to go. Uh, if you want to call in, we could keep talking about this. I got some other things lined up. But 716-803-0930, that's the number to reach us, 716-803-0930. I'm Ryan Recker, filling in on News Radio 930 WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.